I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to the REPL Minute. And uh, thank you for joining us on the REPLMinute.com. It's time for today's edition of Kingdom Living. It's our podcast, and we have the privilege of talking with none other than Glenn Reppel. How are you today, Glenn? Hey, fantastic. What a what an honor to be able to just broadcast and speak the word of God around the world. And we know it doesn't return void because it, it is his word. No, we see from the uh, the audience that is growing literally week by week and the uh, kind comments and people saying what an impact this is having for them. Uh, it really makes it worthwhile because, you know, it's a challenging time. We read news reports and they say church attendance is down, you know, according to to whoever measures those kind of things. And yet the reality is, I think that the, uh, the, the reality is that people are more thirsty and hungry for the things of God and are looking for ways to get fed on that. And that's one of the reasons why I'm always excited about what we do with the Kingdom Living podcast. What what you have done actually for years, Glenn, uh, going back to 2006, where you provided uh, that daily Monday through Friday uh, moment of biblical inspiration called the REPL Minute, where you're just getting somebody to remember who God says we are, not who the enemy is trying to tell us we are. Yeah, yeah. And that's the big lie that's out there is the enemy is trying to tell us who we are, but he's been defeated through the blood of Jesus. So it's exciting. And, and again, that's the whole reason of, of, the, of the book Fraud. And it sounds like yeah. a strange name, isn't it? Fraud. But well, when we look at the definition that you and I have talked about, is we define what fraud really is. Fraud defined by the is an intentional perversion of the truth in order to induce another to part with something of value or to surrender a legal right. And so, you know, you and I have talked about this, but, you know, if fraud was committed on you, would you want to know about it? <laughs> so, so yeah, fraud has happened. So we're bringing these podcasts and these teachings to, to, to let people know the lies of the enemy have entered into their thinking, their lives, their families, their, their businesses. You know, and that's why this book, Fraud, is so important. And it's so unusual because when you think about things that you hear about or read about, that would be uh, things that will help you in your walk with the Lord. It, this is one of those titles that you wouldn't immediately think of, let alone coming from a person who's built uh, uh, very, very successfully uh, a business that you help people with all their financial and things like that. But from this side of it, you know, for a financial guy with financial background and financial success to write a book called Fraud, it's really <laughs> eye-catching, right? Because what you're what you're responding to is the fact that the enemy is always trying to thwart our efforts to enjoy kingdom living you know so and and that's one of the reasons i'm so excited about today's topic you know this is actually the 36th episode in the kingdom living series and all of this goes back to i want to encourage you if you're new to this or this may be the first time you're you're getting involved in this go back and take a look everything is archived it's available for you um on the repelminute.com. That's the website, the repelminute.com. You can also visit uh, the Facebook page, which is the Repel Minute. Or if you like uh, face, uh, uh, if you like YouTube, you can also find and subscribe to our YouTube channel there. You'll find all these resources there absolutely available free of charge. I think you'll find it revelational 
and and just really life changing. But particularly, I want to point you back to the very first episode uh, that uh, Glenn taught on, which is called the three greatest events in history. And two that are related to that that I always like to point out is episode six and seven. It's green line, red line living. And boy, as you appropriate the lessons in that, it will shift your thinking and put you in a position uh, to really not only move ahead, but you'll be lined up for our topic on today, which I love about it because this is exactly what this is all about, Glenn. How do we really appropriate the freedom that Jesus came for us to have? Yeah, and as the word says, is that Christ has set us free. Well, what are we free from? So we're, what we're going to do today is put that fraud fire extinguisher on slavery and bondage. And we're in, in the bondage and slavery that we're in, and the truth sets us free. And the freedom is now. We have freedom now. And again, over the last few weeks and months, we've been talking about trading. And what are we trading? And again, we've got to understand that because this is deep and this is so rooted in me now through these words. And this, as the Lord's shown this to me and you, Carrie, that uh, in Ezekiel 28, 16, uh, uh, this is talking about Lucifer and Lucifer being kicked out of heaven and coming to earth. So he's He's not in heaven anymore. And so, but we have an open heaven that we can go to. And so he's jealous about us. So look at this, by the abundance of your trading. And some of the translations in the Bible talks about your commerce, your commerce. So he, he's trading, he's doing commerce. He's buying and selling. There's things going on here. And again, one of the things we buy and sell our ideas, our thinking. So by the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain, out of the kingdom of God. And I destroy you, O covering cherubim, from the midst of the fire stones. There's a whole bunch of teaching just on that. But the point that I want to stress on is just the trading. The trading. So here's the question I just want to kind of ask. What was the first or the worst? What was the worst trade ever made? What was the worst trade ever made? And who was the trader? <laughs> yeah, Satan. So the worst trade is with Adam and Eve when they traded life for death. They traded bondage for, they traded their freedom they had in the Garden of Eden that they could eat freely from everything, the abundance, the relationship with God. They gave all of that up for death and for sickness and disease. And we're just, we're going, so that was the worst trade. So what was the best trade that was ever made? So what was the best trade that was ever made? And that was Jesus's birth, death, and his resurrection, his blood shed so that we could be redeemed back to our original design and purpose. So this leads into what, Carrie, you're talking about is, is the green line, red line, and just the teaching that is so fundamental to the basis of us understanding what our purpose is, our destiny. And we go back to those three 
his greatest historical events. And we just really kind of went through a little of that right there, but, but the very first great historical event, and we have to get this right, is creation. If we don't get creation right, everything else is going to be wrong. So we have to understand that we were created and we've gone through these in past teachings, but creation, we're made in God's image and likeness. And again, we've got to understand that also. We are spirit beings. We're spirit because because God is spirit and we worship him in spirit and in truth. And Jesus Christ says he is the way, the truth, and life. So we can understand that there's a spirit out there, and we got to realize that Lucifer is spirit also that turned into Satan. So we have this the demonic world and we have the kingdom world. So we got the kingdom of God, we got the kingdom of darkness. So what happened is we've got if we got creation right through Adam, we wouldn't have the next major historical event, which is the fall. And that was that was Adam and Eve's disobedience and rebelling against God, declaring their in their declaration of independence. God, I don't need you. I'm going to go my own selfish way, and and I'm going to trust myself. I'm not trusting you anymore as the creator. I'm going to trust the creator, what you created. I'm going to I'm going to follow that way. And so out of that, we have the fall. And what we have is the death and sickness and disease and the selfishness of man, the self-centeredness of man. And out of that came sin and, and the effects of sin. Yet the greatest event that happened was then uh, the greatest trade that is the redemption where Jesus Christ took all the sin and the wickedness and evil and sickness and disease and death on the cross and restored us back to the original purpose, which we're using here as the green line, back to the fatherhood, back to our father. And, and so, we, so we come in this world, and we've talked about this, with an orphan spirit. Now we have our father. We've been restored back into the kingdom of God uh, the way our original purpose was. And so that was 2,000 years ago, but here we are today, and as we receive uh, what Christ did on the cross, we become born again. And through that born again, born, reborn, we're recreated back into the nature of, of, of God, the way he, he designed us, a spirit, soul, and body. And then as we ask for all that, that we have, the Holy Spirit enters in when we are saved, but then all of a sudden we have this green line now escalating up. And so what happens as we trade, as we trade uh, uh, every day, we become more transformed into the likeness, meaning that soul, that soul has got to be regenerated. Our spirit life came when, when we received Christ in, in, as a savior and Lord and as king of our lives. And now we are obeying him. And as we obey him every day and trust him in, in, in our training, our, our thinking, and uh, in, in our mind, uh, th then what we're doing in our decision making is we're trading every day and that becomes our transformed life. And with that, that line just keeps going up. And then what we see then is the fruit of the spirit. 
and what love is. And we'll be talking about that more. So what we've done is we still have some of those characteristics of the kingdom of darkness down there, which is really in the soul, not in the spirit. We've been born again. The spirit of life, the spirit is alive and we never die. And you hear me use the word. We are ageless. It's because the spirit has come to live in. We've been refathered. But the soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions, is those that's being renewed. And we're lining up with the spirit. So, so part of this is getting rid of, of the old nature that is gone, and the new nature has come and is living in us and being renewed. So what we're doing is we're trading. We're trading. We want to be trading up. And that's training from slavery and bondage into the freedom that we have now. And what we realize, and again, we've talked about this in passing, is that Esau is, is that his godliness, like Esau, he sold, he traded his birthright for just one meal, food. And, and so with that, we see the consequences also of what Adam did. He traded his fatherhood, his, his, his eternal life for death and sickness and disease. And the impact that that one man had is, is just tremendous. So, so what we see here is freedom. Uh, freedom, heaven is open. And what we read in Colossians 1.20, and again, this is why it's so important you'll see us use different translations. I just, I love the word of God. Uh, someone recently when I was teaching, they said, you just get excited because uh, the, the truth is excited. The word of God is excited because when we, we walk in that truth, you go, wow, it is that revelation that just comes into us because what we've been trained on is we've been, we've been trained by the world, the world's economic uh, system, and, and that's the satanic rule that we just, we just uh, we're talking about. So here's Colossians, and by the blood of, of his cross, everything in heaven, now heaven, because we're going to realize heaven is open now to those that are followers and believers of Christ. So everything in heaven and earth is brought back to himself, back to its original intent, restored to innocence again. So, and, and again, Jesus Christ came to earth to bring redemption and restoration back to the original, to restore us back to we are. And so that's important. So, so, and, and so, because, because who was kicked out of heaven was was Lucifer, that is, that is the devil and Satan here on, on earth. And so what? here are some of the exchanges that we've talked about. And having taught this a few times in live platforms, that some of the feedback that I've gotten here is, is, is deal with, because uh, uh, we look at this two different ways. And in, in, in the feedback I got is, is moving us from the lies to the truth. So it's from the left side here, what's in red. And again, that's the red line living to the truth and the freedom, which is the green line living, which is in yellow here. So what we're doing here is opening up heaven and doing profitable trading in a transformed life. So lie, we're trading lies for the freedom 
the truth and the freedom we have in Christ Jesus. We're trading the knowledge of men, which is the whole educational system of the world, because what, what's happening in so many of the schools, we're taking creation out of this, even out of the equation. We're taking Christ, we're taking God out of the equation. So we're trading the knowledge of man. What we want to trade up in is trading with trading up into the wisdom of God. And so just in the whole disbelief that's out there, and we're trading, uh, we, we, we're trading the seen, what we see right now for the unseen, which is the spiritual world, which there is a demonic world out there, but, but there is also the kingdom of God world, which is spirit also. So we're trading natural for supernatural abundant life. We're trading time for being outside of time in the moment now. Because when we become born again, we're outside of time. It's everlasting. And, and so, and here's the big one we've talked about too, and this is continuous. This meaning fear, we're trading the fear for the perfect love. Perfect love gets rid of, casts out fear. So we're getting that perfect love, which we're going to keep teaching on and growing it. The perfect love of the Father through Christ Jesus. And as we understand that, that green line just escalates up. Because as that's revealed to us, how much God loves his children. Because we've been trained by this world's love system, which is all about emotions and, and feelings. But God, but the love of God is a decision. It's a decision that we make. We choose to love. And, and the world system is all based upon emotions. And God chose to love mankind so much that he sent himself through his son, Jesus Christ, as flesh and, and as a body, as a human, to redeem mankind back to the fatherhood. And he had to leave to bring us the Holy Spirit. So we have insecurity. We're trading insecurity for the safety and security in Christ Jesus. And again, being in the financial business, people look at security with their money. See, that again is another lie. That is a false security. That is fraud. When we're trusting money to bring everlasting security, it's going to burn. What doesn't burn is our, our, our spirit when it's been renewed and refathered in Christ Jesus. And, and we have a whole teaching on that uh, uh, about manna that we've gone through in the past. And we trade hopelessness for hope. We trade death for life. This is our trading. These are good, profitable trades. We trade shame and guilt for the love and acceptance of the Father. We trade lack for abundance. And again, people can be multi-multi-millionaires, but still have a spirit of lack. Mm -hmm. They're not good enough. I need more and the conditions have more. But when our father owns and created everything, he's the author of all of us. This is our daddy. And he wants a relationship with us. And we can enter in and he gives us hugs. And heaven is open. And the king wants a relationship with us now. And he, he wants us so, so it, there is no lack in heaven. 
And heaven has come to earth to live inside of us through the spirit of God. And we have access to heaven now. It is open. Those signs on the restaurants, it's closed. The sign in heaven is blinking and flashing. We are open to do trading. And these are the trades that we can do now here on earth. And he wants us to trade the earth of things for the heavenly things now. And one of the things that is so hard for us to trade is our unforgiveness. No, they hurt me. I can't, I can't ever forgive them. But thanks be to God that he forgave us. So we want to trade our unforgiveness. Those areas that we've given uh, traction to the enemy is in unforgiveness. We want to trade the unforgiveness for forgiveness. That spirit of offense, we got offended by somebody were somebody walking by us, not saying hi, some word spoken to us. We want to be, and that's one of the I am's. I am unoffendable. And one of the ways to describe this, one of the guys uh, that best described this in the teaching I went through with him, he lays down on the floor as a as said, I am dead. I am dead. Now let's understand. We died with Christ, we rose with Christ, and we're sitting with Christ now in the heavenlies now. So he lies down on the floor, and now I said, I am dead. Say anything bad you want to about me. I am unoffendable. So, so that is a great example, is we are unoffendable. Jesus Christ was, un, you couldn't offend him because he knew his identity. And when we know who we are, uh, we are, we become unoffendable mm -hmm. and we can then forgive as Christ forgive because, because the insults and the shame and, and carry, we're just about the mocking that's going on with us as Christians and as believers and as believing in marriage, we believe in marriage and we believe in the sanctity of life. Is it so important that we're getting mocked for being Christ followers and believers and, and the boldness we have, because as the word of God becomes real in our lives, uh, we become mold, bolder and bolder because we're seeing the manifestation of heaven come to earth. We're seeing our prayers answered. We're seeing people healed. We're, we're seeing families uh, restored. We're seeing marriages restored. We're seeing children coming back to their parents. And because they've tried all the other ways, but all of a sudden, when we trust the truth of God, of the creator that created us in his image, and, and we want to trade the sin consciousness we have for the righteousness consciousness. And we want to trade that orphan spirit where we're fatherless, which is that red line, to the green line of our dearly beloved children, sons and daughters of the father. We want to trade what we're talking about today is slavery and bondage for the freedom and liberty that we have in Christ Jesus. And again, we have this belief uh, of, about, we believe in sickness more than we do in the health of the resurrected Christ that died for us to bring us and restore us back to the health the way we're designed for. Uh, and, and, and again, we believe what others and the pills and the doctors, and, and again, not against doctors, but the point is, what's the word of God say about restoration of our health? And what's the word of God say about sickness and disease? So he's redeemed us from the sickness and disease. And we have rampant running right now across the country is, is just the, the theme of death and sickness and disease. And what we don't see 
which is a number that is increasing, is the number of people that are coming to Christ that are being discipled. And I'm hearing statistics about ministries growing and growing and discipleship ministries growing. Because, Carrie, that's what we are here, is the discipleship ministry, is, is helping people move and make profitable trades to realize the word of God is alive, it's active, and the Holy Spirit's living in us. Because we're not, we're like we talked about before coming on here, we're a church without walls. We're the ecclesia that's reaching around the world through technology. But it's really through the truth of the word of God. That's why it does not return void. Because this isn't Glenn or Kerry. This is the word of God. We're coming right out of the scriptures and right up, and we're using multiple versions of the Bible to, to get revelation out of this. And, it, and it's exciting. And so injustice. And again, we're going to be talking. Uh, we've, we've had lessons on injustice, but, but in, the world is, is looking for uh, it's, it, it's, it's injustice. But God his system is, is we're training for justice. And he says, we're not guilty through the blood of Jesus. We're going to be talking more about that today. And we're trading depression, heaviness, worry, and anxiety for the perfect shalom, peace, and joy that we get in the resurrected Christ. Yes. And we're trading my will, my self-centeredness, uh, my, getting it my way for God's will. What, what Adam gave up in that declaration of independence, we're declaring a declaration of dependence. So God's will, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yeah. Now, let's look at some scriptures here, but this is really an important graphic that we're beginning to use a lot more here. Yeah. Is because what we have on the left side here is the tree that, that's simplified by the red line, which is slavery and bondage to the sin and death. And again, uh, what we learn here is that the roots here of this, this one tree that is basically dead, uh, representing death, is, 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 is what love is not, because God is love. And we look at the other tree over here, which is the freedom tree. We're free. We have freedom in Christ Jesus. And we look at the roots of those. And what love says, love is. Love is patient, kind, truthful, trust, protects, hope, and perseveres. And we have the fruit of the Spirit growing out of those. And so we look at the picture in the middle here. We have Jesus coming to earth to, to redeem mankind and leave us with the Holy Spirit. And so here's the word here in Romans 5, 17. Sin is no longer your master. For you are no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under, under what? The freedom of God's grace. So let's look at the, uh, another scripture, which is, is so powerful. This is Romans 8, 1 and 2 in the Amplified Classic. And, and so, so what we're defining here now is the law. And there's a law here. Uh, there's two laws that are important. So, so, there, so therefore, there is now, 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 no condemn, condemnation, no adjudicating guilty of wrong. There's no condemnation, no adjudicating guilty of wrong for those who are where? In, in Christ Jesus. For those who are in Jesus, who live and walk not according to the dictates of the flesh, yeah. of, of the five senses, but we're walking according 
to the spirits. We see this. So they're not according to the dictates, of, but are walking after the dictates of the spirit. So we've got, so that soul now is lining up with the spirit because it's been born again. So that soul is being renewed. So we're not walking at the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates. Of, so, so here comes the law. For the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being has freed, freed us from what? What law? The law of sin and death, that barren tree to the fruit tree that's bearing fruit. So that's why Jesus came is to redeem us back in from the law of sin and death to the law of life. Remember the tree that was in the garden was the tree of life. And so that's the law that he's brought us back is into that abundant life. And then the scripture that is also really meaningful here too is Romans 5, 17 in the Passion Translation. So death, 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 death that death tree over there, the slavery, bondage, and death tree held us in its grip. And by the blunder here, the blunder of one man, the one man that happened through Adam, death reigned as king over humanity. But now, but now, how much more are we held in the grip of grace and continue reigning as kings now in life, enjoying our regal, our regal royal freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness in, in the one and only Jesus the Messiah. Wow. So what we have is death reigned through the fall of the one man, Adam, and, and as king, it is, it, and, and so that reign was the satanic reign that, that is over the earth now, but God, the creator, owns and created all of it. He's brought redemption to us, and, and Satan's Satan knows where his destiny is, is in the pit of hell. And we have victory over the satanic. You know, and again, all these movies portray Satan as so big and, and so horrible. No, we have a God that is so much greater and bigger. And we're going to see some of the benefit packages that we've got through the conquering of, of sin, death, and, 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 and Satan. So he is the Messiah. So what we have here is we have the freedom now to wear the robe of righteousness. And we have Christ putting on that robe of righteousness. And again, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So we become that tree of life. We're connected to that vine. And, and out of that vine, which is life, we produce the divine love of, of love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, uh, gentleness, faithfulness, and, and self-control. Because as we build the discipline, that love just flows through. So here's what love is. And this is what the fruit, the fruit of the spirit is. And again, this is continuous. This is continuous. So it is, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within where? Us, within us is divine love. So, so, so this is the fruit of divine love. And it's expressed in these various expressions here it's the joy the joy that overflows you can't fake joy <laughs> you can fake probably happiness but the joy of the lord is our strength 
which allows us to go through the circumstances of life because we know those, those circumstances that, that are there uh, sometimes are by our own mistake, but we don't allow that mistake to take away the joy of the Lord because we're designed as eternal beings. So, so these are the various expressions, our, our joy, peace, that, that substitutes uh, and patience that endures. It's kindness in action. It's a life full of virtue. It's faith. It's faith that prevails. It's a gentleness of heart and spirit. And, and it's the strength of the spirit of a boldness we have to enter into his presence now. Now, again, it says here, and never set the law of these qualities. This is the spirit of the law of life for they that they are meant to be limitless. So there's that line that just goes up and accelerates. And if, as we learn and grow and ask the Holy Spirit, give me all you've got, he just reveals heaven more to us. And, 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 and the father is just pleading out for the sons and daughters to just ask him. And, and not in selfish desire, but we have to ask him understanding that we have to die to self. And that's the sweet smelling aroma of us entering into the altar of sacrifice and, and that smelling. But when we're operating in selfish desires, we're not operating in the love of God. So what we have is the freedom to enter into heaven and it's open now. Now here's a scripture that just came alive to me today. And this is just so powerful and, and it's so neat. And this is in 1 Peter 5 eight, And it just kind of ties so much what we're doing uh, together right now is, is and, and this is the passion. And as you read different translations, because we've heard this scripture over and over and over, but then when I got into the passion, into the notes of it, it just like, oh my gosh, this is really great. Be well balanced and always alert because your enemy, your enemy. So who's the enemy? The devil, Satan, and is is demonic, demon. Uh, and and so your enemy, the devil, roams around in, insistently like a roaring lion looking for the prey to devour. Now there's two footnotes here in the passion. And the first footnote says the Greek word is antiklos, antiklos is a legal term for one who presses a lawsuit that must be defended. Mm -hmm. See, what's happening is the accuser is accusing us and we're not defending it in the court of heaven at the judgment seat of, of Christ. And our father has dismissed all the cases against us through the blood of Jesus. And so what's happened, those accusations, we're allowing the lies of the enemy, uh, we're believing them and we haven't overcome them and squashed them with the truth of the word of God and that sets us free. Freedom and heaven is open. And a part of this, we've got to put a plea and we've got to, we've got to open up uh, the discovery period and the discovery period, but in heaven, it says that, hey, the blood of Jesus has defeated all those accusations coming from the enemy. Now, the second thing that's really kind of neat in the footnote here is the royal lion is looking for its prey to devour. And so this is the second footnote. The implication in the context is, is that if you do not bring your worries 
and cares to God, the de- look at the words and cares to God, the devil will use depression and discouragement to devour you. Uh, just as lions go out after the feeble, the young, and the stragglers, so the enemy of our souls, again, those are our souls, will always seek out those who are isolated, alone, or depressed to devour them. So this is why we've got to bring the truth of the word of God into every situation. Heaven is open. We plead before God. Thank you for sending your, your son, Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over this situation here. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done. And we know that the enemy is defeated. Those accusations are lie. And, and, we, and the court case is dismissed. We're adjudicated not guilty because of the blood of Jesus. So heaven is open. Heaven is open now. And so we have is this scripture that just so helps us so much here is we we have man, the barren tree over here, which is seeking justice. But the blood of Jesus is crying out for forgiveness. So let's look at the scripture in Hebrews 12, 24, again, in the Passion Translation. And we have come to Jesus who established a new covenant with what? with his blood sprinkled upon the mercy seat. So as we go into that mercy seat, into the Holy of Holies, that mercy seat is, is crying out. So the, the blood on the mercy seat is, the blood continues to speak from where? From heaven. So, so heaven is speaking the mercies and the blood of Jesus. And what is it saying? Forgiveness. So it's saying forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness is speaking from heaven because that's the forgiveness tree over on the right side that's showing divine love and it's speaking what love is and what the fruit of the spirit. So let me just speak this again. The blood sprinkled upon the mercy seat, the blood that continues to speak from heaven, forgiveness, a better message than Abel's blood that cries from the earth justice. So the earth is crying out justice. Heaven is crying. It says, forgiven, forgiveness. And it's crying that. And that's a greater, greater, greater message of forgiveness than the earth seeking justice. The blood of Jesus covered justice and adjudicated all mankind, not guilty, not caring about anything you and I do, but because of what Jesus Christ did. So the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, the unseen spirit world, God came to earth through the seen man, Jesus Christ, to bring the kingdom of God to earth now. So that scripture we just read, for we have come to Jesus who established the new covenant with his blood sprinkled in the mercy seat, the blood that continues to speak. So that's what we plead. We plead forgiveness. I've been forgiven. A better message than the blood that cries out from earth about justice. So what we have is, is we have the mercy seat there. We're going before, uh, we, we go before the judge and he's crying out, forgive and forgive it. So here's some of the benefits, the freedom benefit package that we get for, for green line living that, that we found, Carrie, we've talked about in past podcasts, but this is Psalms 34. And again, what we see, uh, we're delivered from and we're delivered into. So, so this is an important part is we're, 
in Psalms 34, and it's right out of this. And as you read it, you, you'll see it's right there. And this is the Old Testament. This is before the Messiah. So they're looking to the future, and we're looking back to what Jesus Christ did. We have the Holy Spirit revealing the, this to us. So he delivers us. Now, who wants us? Do you, do you want to be delivered from all your fears? Do you want to be delivered from all your troubles? These are things we'd like to have. And so, and this is what we get now through the blood of Jesus. As we petition, this is what we want. We want to deliver. We, he delivers us joy. He delivers us a radiant face. He delivers hope. He delivers to you an angel of the Lord who encamps all around you. See, there's that spiritual world again. He delivers us as we're blessed. We're not cursed, we're blessed. And we are saints. We're saints. We've been forgiven. And he delivers you as a child of God. We're sons and daughters of the king. He delivers to you so that you lack no good thing. He delivers us a good life a long life, and it delivers us a relationship with the Father, with salvation and the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, full redemption, and the peace of God that transcends all understanding. That's the freedom that we have to enter into his presence and receive his protection and his love now, today. That's Green Line Living. It is, Glenn. And I was just thinking, you know, uh, one of the things that you wrote into the, or you quoted the scripture in the chapter in the fraud book, uh, when we're talking about freedom, and it's that often quoted, but uh, not often, not nearly as often appropriated scripture of John eight thirty six. So if the son sets you free, you are free indeed. And, and as you were going through that freedom benefit package, my goodness, why would anyone want to stay on that uh, kind of that carnal red line, dog eat dog, uh, every man for himself kind of uh, way of approaching life? Uh, I have to extract, I'm the victim. I have to extract something because I'm perceived. I'm, why, do, why would anyone want to stay there when we're looking right now at this freedom benefit package and all the things that you receive freely by making that choice to accept Christ and then to become uh, uh, more and more thinking and focused on this kingdom living, Glenn. I can't see why anyone would want to stay on that red line. It's receiving. It is receiving package. You know, and again, so all this is being delivered to us. Do you want to receive it? Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, it's for asking. You know, I want joy. I want a radiant faith. I want hope. And, it, and it's found, and this is found in through our Lord, through our King. And he wants, he's delivered it to us. It's already been done. It's finished. And he wants to deliver health to us, a health package to us too. Better than anything we can buy. It's, uh, it's, he's restored us back to our original design. And he, you know, there's been bones restored. There's been whole, you know, God is a miraculous God. He's divine. And if, if he can create, if he can create the earth, he can sure recreate a bone or, or some ligament or some nerve system. He, he can, and, and again, there, there are just so many testimonies of, of people having new body parts brought from heaven and entering their bodies. It's it's absolutely terrific and it's encouraging and I hope viewer that it's encouraging you. In fact, uh, what what we'd like to do from the kingdom living side of this is uh, we're going to put a link here and if you would like, 
we're going to send you uh, via a, a download that you can have, and then you can print it out and remember this freedom benefit package, uh, because this is so important that you remind yourself, especially when the enemy is trying to uh, pull you back on the red line living, and you need to remember for yourself what this freedom benefit package is all about. So uh, we're going to make a link available that you can access that. You can print it, then you'll have it. You can carry it with you. You could use it, maybe uh, frame it on a wall next to you so that as you, uh, as you move through your day, you can remember all of these benefits that accrue to you. Glenn, as, as we uh, get ready to close up, I think it's important that we pray over everybody that's connected on this today, because you want to, you want to, appropriate this message for yourself. You want to share this with your friends, family, colleagues, people that you care about, because when you look at this freedom benefit package, why would you want to stay on the red line, Glenn? Amen. Amen. Let's go before the throne. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And Father, we lay our lives on the altar, the sacrifice altar. We enter into your holy of holies, not by anything and into your presence, not by anything that we've done, but by the grace and love and mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is King and Lord of all. We just thank you. We praise your holy name. Father, we just pray. Uh, we just plead the blood of Jesus uh, over those those people that are suffering from Alzheimer's, from, from, from pain in their hips and their ligaments and, and, and memory loss and diabetes and, and, and uh, uh, heart disease. And Father, we just, we just speak health into those areas of their body that healing comes through your blood. And, and Father, we, Father, we just come before you in, 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 in your love and your forgiveness, Father, that families and marriages are being restored and children are, are learning about you and hearing your truth because they've heard the lies, they're tired, and they want to hear your truth. And Father, just speak to these children, of, of these wavered children that are seeking the world's way, Father, and just send your holy angels around them and camp them around them. And you've protected them and just draw them unto you. Father, we just thank you for your word that has become flesh and dwells inside of us. We are in Christ. And Father, we just, we just speak life to everyone listening. And Father, we just thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. And we just praise your holy name. It is in Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 And we want to thank you viewer for joining us for today's edition of Kingdom Living. It's all about freedom. Uh, what a great almost it's a tagline Glenn when you think about it. Uh, why you want to why you want to pursue Kingdom Living. So share this video with your friends. You can find the entire library at the repelminute.com. Uh, you can subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Just look for the Repel Minute. And then you can also find us on Facebook and just uh, like, follow, share uh, from the REPL Minute. So until next time, uh, we look forward to uh, joining you again for Kingdom Living with Glenn REPL. God bless you all.